I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. Everything occurs because of itself. Stayallday.com. exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. For all listeners of the show, I got to make sure you understand what the next step is and what the next level is in working with me in this work on your game universe that I've built. This podcast is not the last step. This is only the first step. The next step for you is to join me in my bulletproof mastermind and in my third day mastermind at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Let me tell you specifically what we work on, and those are both my group and my individual masterminds. First of all, we got to work on mindset. The biggest challenge that many people have, many of you who are listening right now, that is holding you back from the success and the outcomes that you want is not your tactics, is not the strategies you're using, is not a certain app or a certain process or any of that stuff that you think is the problem. The biggest challenge is your mindset because your mindset is what keeps you from seeing what you need to see and thusly doing what you need to do. And that's why you're not being who you need to be. So the biggest thing we work on in all of my mastermind programs, whether you're working in my group mastermind or my one-on-one is we gotta work on your mindset and your mentality and your approach. Once we get that down as the foundation on top of that, then we're going to build the strategies. Strategies are what exactly do I do? How exactly do I do it? Then there's the accountability, not only the accountability for you and making sure you're getting things done, but also the accountability of the process, making sure that the process is an accurate formula that is actually getting you to the outcomes that you want so that we can measure the results and how far you're getting or how far away you are. Then there's the execution and making sure that you're doing the same things the same way every time, following the disciplines and following the processes. You can join my masterminds and start working with me directly. This is the very next step. If you're listening to this show and you're ready to go to the next level, the next step is to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my group, Bulletproof Mastermind, or you can sign up for a call by clicking the link that says one-on-one coaching and sign up for a call with me and we can talk about working one-on-one in my third day mastermind. That again is at workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me directly. That is the next step here. Mindset, strategy, accountability, execution, workonyourgameuniversity.com. My next Work On Your Game live event will be taking place May 5th and 6th, 2022. And this is going to be a virtual event, Thursday and Friday, full day events. And this is specifically for the thought leaders, personal brand builders, and entrepreneurs who want to build your brand, build your business, and you want to finally go full time in your business to where you're at least making enough money to cover your expenses and pay your bills so that you can quit your job and do your thing, your entrepreneurial thing, 
full time. So this is specifically for those of you who are writing books, selling coaching, selling any type of training, you're selling courses, you're doing workshops, you're doing speaking gigs, live seminars, podcasting, and you want to start making a full-time income from that thing so you can stop doing all the other things and just do your thing full-time and you know the clock is ticking on you, this next Work On Your Game Live is the event for you. So I want you to go to workonyourgame.live. Notice that link, workonyourgame.live. And there you can see the details. This is going to be a two-day event. We're on day one. We're going to cover mindset and strategy. As you all know, the foundation of everything I do, we got to start with the mindset and the strategy so that you know you're working off of accurate formulas that actually work. What are you doing in entrepreneurship? What business are you actually in? What are your frameworks in place? Who are you trying to sell to? Who is your target client? What exactly are you giving them? We're going to cover all of that on day one in addition to more things. And on day two is application and execution. We're going to talk about putting together your offers. When you're putting yourself out there to the world, how do you put it out in such a way that gets people actually excited about buying what you're selling? How being prolific and putting your name and your brand and your mind and your ideas out there to the world is one of the biggest things you can do to make sure you're consistently generating new leads. In other words, new people who are knowing about what you're offering and excited about getting it. How to name your price. Any of you who's having challenges with pricing and money and getting money out of people, I know exactly why you're having those challenges and we will solve them on day two of working your game live. We're going to talk about the human capital you have in place, meaning the tools and skills, the intangibles that you have in place, what you need to develop and what you need to go get from someone else. We're going to talk codifying your knowledge. How do you take the knowledge that is in your head, get it on paper, so to speak, so that you can actually transfer it and sell it to other people in a systemic way? We're going to talk about how you're making money because money is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs here. And that's really one of the main outcomes that we want to get here is that you're making the kind of money that you want to make. You no longer have challenges with selling your products and you're no longer holding yourself back with your own negative money mindsets. All of that's going to be covered on day two, which is application and execution. So what I want you to do right now is go to workonyourgame.live. That's workonyourgame.live, L-I-V-E. Get your ticket for this two-day virtual event. That's a Thursday and a Friday. If you can't make it either day, we will have a replay available for everyone who has a ticket. That is going to be May 5th and 6th. I'm covering two full days, mindset and strategy on day one, application and execution on day two. This is specifically for the thought leaders, the brand builders, the coaches, the speakers, the book writers, the seminar deliverers, the speakers, all of you out there who want to make a full-time living from your intellectual property. That is the knowledge that is in your head. You want to turn into products and services that people can pay you for and you want to do it full-time, but you're not quite there yet. I'm going to help you get there. I know the formulas. I know the systems. I have the process. You join me at Work On Your Game. Live. I will see you in May and let's get to getting this money. Work on your game. Live. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is we're going into part two of two, how to stop feeling guilty about selling your stuff. If you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, go listen to that one where we started this conversation. So we're going to pick up right where we left off and go right into we're going to just start over at point number one here, but we're in part two. So before I get into that, let me tell everybody about my daily motivation text I send out every single day for free to everyone's in my text community. 
You want to receive that message is going to keep you focused, sharp and on point every single day. Guaranteed. Just text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And you will be getting that message next time I send one out, which will be tomorrow morning or depending on what time it is. Maybe it'll be today. And when you text me there, you are responding directly to me. So you'll get a response back. You can text back. You'll be texting directly with me. If you got a question or challenge you want to share, I might be able to either answer or direct you to the answer that I've already created. Go to again. 305-384-6894. you get that daily motivation straight to your phone every single day. So how to stop feeling guilty about selling your stuff. Point number one, everything that moves around in this earth happens because somebody made a sale. Everything that occurs happens based on a sale. A relationship, somebody has to be sold on that. If a baby is born, somebody had to be sold on conceiving that child. Two people had to be sold on conceiving that child, or at least one of them. If somebody gets a job, a sale took place. If a building gets built, there was a sale. If somebody eats food, somebody had to sell something. For a politician to win an election, a sale must take place. Everything that occurs on this planet, somebody has to make a sale. You have a job, you had to sell yourself. You have a relationship, you sold yourself. You have fans, you have an audience, you have followers online, you sold yourself. There's a sale that took place. The device that you are listening to me on right now, this exact moment, whether it's a tablet, a phone, a computer, you're in your vehicle, guess what? That item was sold to you. Somebody sold you that car. Somebody sold you that phone. Somebody sold you that tablet. The application that you first heard me on, whether that be a social media app, an advertisement that you saw, somebody's show you were listening to, some event that you attended, somebody sold you on giving your attention and maybe even your time or even your money to that thing for you to be paying attention to even know that I existed. Everything you're wearing right now was sold to you. Everything you're using right now was sold to you. The building that you're inside of right now was sold to you. If you're outside, look at the closest building to you. Somebody had to make a sale for that building to even get built, let alone for whoever is inside of it right now. If you're on public transportation, you had to pay to ride that public transportation. Somebody sold that to you. You're in your car. Somebody sold you the gas that is in the car. If you're going to work, you sold yourself to get the job. If you are a boss and you have employees, somebody had to sell you on hiring them and giving them the job. Everything that occurs in life, there was a sale that took place. Everything that you eat today was sold to you. Everything you're wearing sold to you. Everything in your home right now, you think about all the items in your home right now, somebody sold them to you. The last meal you ate was sold to you. The next meal you eat will have been sold to you. The only way you will make money today and tomorrow and moving forward is by, guess what? Selling things. It's the only way you're going to make money. And some of you say, well, I'm not in sales. I don't like being in sales. I'm talking to you too. You have a job right now. Let's say you're a secretary. You're a receptionist at an office. The only way you're going to make money tomorrow is by showing up to work and you know, being on time and working your hours, right? And then you get paid for those hours, right? So your question is, where's the sale taking place? The sale is you selling your boss or HR on not firing your ass and keeping you there. You had to make a sale. You had to make a sale by coming to work on time. Because if you came to work three hours late, that's not a good sale. You might be selling yourself to get fired, right? So by showing up, you are selling yourself. There's a sale happening at all times. Even if what you are selling is your time and just your physical presence, you are still making a sale. You are always selling something. Even if you're giving your time away as a volunteer, you're volunteering at a soup kitchen, you are selling your time. You're giving your time to them in exchange for the good vibes or whatever it is that you get, community service hours, that you get for showing up and working at that soup kitchen, even though you're not getting paid dollars for it. 
everything that occurs in this life occurs because somebody made a sale something somewhere and nothing occurs without a sale taking place. So any of you who feels guilty about selling your stuff, understand the better way of saying it is going to ask you a question. Do you feel guilty about making things happen in life? Do you feel guilty about creating success? Do you feel guilty about forward progress in life? Because if you do, then you're going to have a problem selling. But if you don't, then understand the only way those things occur is if somebody sells something and that somebody needs to be you. So everything occurs because of a sale. Everything in life. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to stop feeling guilty about selling your stuff. Number two, we will have some conversations about ambition coming up here on the show. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at my notes here. It'll definitely will be the very next episode of the show. We're going to be talking about ambition and how not everybody has it. And I'm bringing that up to say this. It's something that I want you to understand. Since you are familiar with the 80-20 rule, and if you're not, I'll tell you very quickly, it is also known as Pareto's principle. It's a principle that says 80% of the outputs are a result of 20% of the inputs. In other words, 20% of the things that you do at work every day are producing 80% of the results. 20% of your salespeople produce 80% of the sales. 20% of your ideas produce 80% of the ROI. So when it comes to human beings, this applies to people, efforts, jobs, projects, products, everything else, the 80-20, that's why it's a principle. It's not a theory, it's a principle. So understand that the people the human beings who are in the top 20% in life, in success, in money, in happiness, and whatever it is that you want to get out of people, whoever is in the top 20%, you know what they want? They want you to sell them things. People who are in the top 20% want to be sold things. They want to buy things. You know why? Because being in the top 20%, they don't like things that they get free because they didn't get to the top 20% by freeloading. They didn't get there by getting everything handed to them. They earned their way there. And some of you might think, well, no, a lot of people in the top 20%, maybe they were inheritance or they got a uh, trust fund or they're second generation rich. No, the majority of people who are in the top 1%, even the top 5% of income earners in America are self-made. The majority of them are self-made. So any of you who's ever, again, this is one of those inaccurate formulas. You might've been taught some bullshit by your parents back in the days or by some broke poor-minded people who told you some bullshit, most people who are in the top earners in America are self-made. First generation, they did not get a head start. They did not get a trust fund. They earned it from zero, which means you have no excuse. So the people who are in this top 20%, we're just using the 80-20 principle here. We could use 1%, 5%, let's just say 20%. They don't like things they get for free. You know why they don't like things they get for free? Because their value judgment and the way that they think is that things that were free are probably worth exactly what they paid for them in a general sense. They don't want the free stuff because that's what everybody else gets and they earn their way into the top 20%. They don't want to be doing the same thing that the 80% is doing. They want to do what the 20% does, which is different than the 80%. That's the reason why there's a 20% and 80%. It's not one big group called the 100%. Is the 20 and there's the 80. You understand? If you're a professional athlete, for example, which trainer do you think is the better trainer? Let me ask all of you this question. You don't even have to be an athlete. I told you there are two personal trainers available in town. All right, you have to pick one. And I want you to pick the one that is the better trainer. Don't worry about the money. Just which one do you think is the better trainer? All right, there, here are two trainers. Let me tell you about both of them. There's one trainer who will train you for free. And there's another trainer who's going to charge you $250 per session. That's all the information I'm giving you. One trainer will train you for free. One of them will do it for $250 a session. Now, here's my question. That's all the information you're allowed to have. Which trainer is better? The one that will train you for free or the one who will charge $250? Which one's better? If that's the only information you got. 
If you had to bet your life on which trainer is the better trainer, which one are you betting on? Everybody knows the answer. The answer, by the way, is a $250 trainer. Now, why is the answer to $250 trainer? Because the trainer is willing to charge $250 for their stuff. There's probably a reason why they're doing it. There's probably something behind the fact that they're willing to charge $250 and they'll tell you that number with a straight face because they know they're worth it. Whereas a trainer who is training you for free may be very well, maybe they're very good. They might even be better than the $250 trainer. But the fact that they're not willing to charge money for their services, that should give you pause about the value of what they're offering. If they don't even value it, why should you? People in the top 20%, this is the way they're looking at your stuff. If your stuff is cheap and because you're trying to price it fairly, because you're trying to reach as many people as possible, let me tell you what you're excluding yourself from, the top 20%. Because the people in the top 20% don't want the cheap shit that anybody can buy. They want the stuff that only they can buy. See, this is the reverse psychology, if you want to call it that. This is the insight that you need to understand about selling. See, if you want to sell to high quality people, then you need to have high quality prices. You can't attract high quality people with bargain basement prices. You're not going to attract the design district people. There's an area here in Miami called the design district. That's where all the high end shops are. So Tom Ford, Louis Vuitton, Prada, the Balenciaga, all the high end fashion brands. All of them are in one, this one area. They all have stores in this one area called the design district. You cannot attract design district customers with Walmart prices. So which one do you want? Do you want Walmart customers or do you want design district customers? If you want design district customers, you got to have design district prices, which means you got to believe in your stuff at a level that you're willing to ask for the kind of prices going to attract those type of people. But if you have Walmart prices, you're going to attract Walmart people. Are you been to Walmart before? Or what kind of people you see in Walmart? People don't leave the design district and then go shop at Walmart for groceries. Don't happen that way. And people don't leave Walmart with groceries and then stop at the design district to get themselves some handbags and shoes. Doesn't work that way. So which one do you want to be? You got to decide. And yes, this is a choice, folks. Which world do you want to be in? Understand that people in the top 20% are value judging these things. If you go to a department store and buy some dress shoes to go with, you just bought a brand new suit. You want to get some dress shoes. Now, I'm going to ask this question again. So now, since you know how this works, you should get this answer right. Which pair of dress shoes do you think is the higher quality pair of shoes? The $75 shoes or the $500 shoes? If that's all the information that is available to you, which pair of shoes do you think is higher quality? $75 or $500? We all know the answer to this question. Why is this? Without knowing anything else about them, which pair of shoes do you think is going to last longer? The $75 shoes or the $500 shoes? Which one do you think will impress your audience more? And right now you may be objecting in your mind and saying, well, Dre, I don't need to impress my audience. Well, let me tell you something. You're talking to the people in the top 20%. You better impress them. Because if they don't see you as a person whose value judgments align with their value judgments, guess what? They ain't buying nothing from you because they don't think you understand their thought process. The reason why people buy from you is not just because you have a great product or you're a good person or you, know, you believe in yourself or you have good stuff and you're going to help them out or none of that bullshit that you tell yourself that's going to make you sell things. All, right, all of that is bullshit. None of those things are the reason you sell anything. One of the main reasons that people buy from you is because people buy from people who they know, like, and trust. And you know what makes people know, like, and trust you? Is when they look at you and they can make a value judgment that you look at things the same way that they look at things. That's why people buy into you. So you know when I do these episodes here on this show that are not specifically about business or even specifically about mindset, when I talk about the things I talked about, when I talked about that don't say gay bill a couple of days ago or the relentless attack on truth, and how people are putting this bullshit out there. And I did that episode about the man who decided he was a woman and got in a swimming pool and was swimming against girls and nobody was saying anything. You know what episodes like that do for me? Y'all wonder why I talk about things like that? 
I'm going to tell you why. Because when I talk about things like that, there are people who listen to this show who say, "Okay, now I know that this guy values things the same way that I value. He looks at the world and at least in this sense, in a similar way that I look at the world. So then when it's time for Dre to sell something, that person who now they know that we're in alignment on some things and they know that I'm willing to talk about some things that I know is taboo for a lot of other people. They're scared to speak on it. They are more open to buying something from me because they know I'm willing to talk about things that a lot of other people are scared to talk about. Do you think that plays a role in my ability to sell things? If you didn't know, now you know. That plays a role. And your unwillingness to show people that your values align with their values is one of the main things costing you sales. I'm not saying you got to talk about the stuff that I talk about. You don't have to talk about anything that I talk about. You don't even have to have a podcast. But whatever it is that you put out into the world, you need to make it distinctive and clear that these are the things that I value. Here's what I'm about. Those things matter. So if you want to sell things to high quality people, you got to show them that you are a high quality buyer yourself. That matters, folks. They are looking and they are noticing. They won't say anything, but I guarantee you they're paying attention. Without knowing anything else about the shoes, you know the $500 shoes are more valuable than the $75 shoes. The $500 shoes will pay for themselves because they're going to attract you clients who are willing to spend more money than the ones who are attracted by the $75 shoes. This is just a fact, folks. Your answers to these questions are the same answers as I have to these questions that I just told you, at least now that I told you what I told you. High quality people are into high quality stuff and high quality stuff usually costs more than the low quality stuff as a general rule. Now, yes, is it possible you can find a diamond in the rough, some high quality stuff for cheap? Yes, it's possible. But as a general rule, the higher quality the stuff, the more it costs. That's just what it is, folks. One way the high quality people signal that they are high quality, you know what it is, is by paying more for things than everybody else does. This is why you go to the design district down here in Miami. There are people who go there and buy stuff. And one of the reasons that they buy stuff there is not because they're doing a deep analysis on the quality of the merchandise. They're doing it because they know shopping there and buying stuff that they got from there makes them feel a certain way. And they know that people are going to look at them a certain way when people notice what they got on, when they notice the brand name, when they notice the label, when they notice the car, when they notice the brand, that it gives them a certain perception, a certain perception that other people will have of them based on what they got on. This is why when you go to a conference, a big conference, you notice that a lot of times the events will have in a larger venues, they'll sell VIP tickets. So you can sit in the first row or the first three rows if you buy a VIP ticket that costs 10 times more than the nosebleed seats. Now, why would you pay for a VIP ticket and sit in the front row when the venue has microphones and speakers? You could hear everything the speaker said if you sit in the back row, the cheap seat, as you would hear if you sat in the front row in the more expensive seat. You get all the exact same information. You would take all the exact same notes. You could go home and get the exact same outcomes based on the information that you gather in the $100 seat that you could get in the $10,000 seat. So why would you pay for the $10,000 seat when you could save $9,900 and sit all the way up in the nosebleed seats? Why would you pay for that seat when you could get the exact same stuff in the cheap seat? Why would you do that? Who has an answer to this question, class? I should be a school teacher. <laughs> why would you do this? Here's the reason why. Because buying that seat in the front row for $10,000, you know what it does? It sends a signal to everybody else in the room that you can afford to pay for it. And do you think this matters? Any of you who's ever sold anything high ticket, I want you to understand you damn well better believe it matters. It matters a whole lot. This is why if you ever go to a sporting match, let's say, I don't know about football, but let's say like a basketball game and you see the people sitting in the front row. All right. They're sitting in the front row. Of course, yeah, they want to get a good view of the game. And it's a great, great view to sit in the front row at a basketball game. But one of the other reasons they sit in the front row is so everybody else in the arena knows that they can afford to sit in the front row. 
that matters. Why do people pay for luxury cars? Why you buy an $80,000 luxury car when you could got a car that could take you from point A to point B for $12,000, $18,000? Why get the $80,000 car? You could have saved a lot of money. Why'd you spend all that extra money on that car? Because the car is a signal. And it also gives you a certain feeling knowing that you're giving out that signal everywhere that you go. That's why the seats in the front row cost 50 times as much as the seats in the back row because people are willing to pay for that status. Next time you go to an event, whether you're sitting in the front row or you see people sitting in the front row, watch them closely. They want you to look at them. They want you to watch them. That's why they pay for the seats. Same thing with luxury housing. Same thing with jewelry. Same thing with vehicles. Same thing with clothing. People pay extra because of the signal that paying extra gives them and the feeling that it gives them to do it. And people are willing to pay for that. Therefore, you as a salesperson need to be willing to sell it to them because if you don't, somebody else will. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is getting over your guilt about selling your stuff. Number three, here's what you need to understand. In addition to everything I've already told you, high quality people want to have things sold to them. They want to buy. Why? Because they can afford to. See, all of you have a challenge with selling your stuff. One of the main reasons many of you have had challenges with selling your stuff is you're selling people who ain't got no fucking money. That's your problem. Stop selling to people who don't have money and you will stop feeling guilty about selling. Sell to people who have money and your problem will no longer be guilt about selling. Your problem will be, how do I find the right thing that this person wants to buy? Because they can clearly pay for it. If you're talking to people who ain't got no money, you're always going to have challenges with selling because they're always going to have some kind of objection because they don't have any money. They don't have anything to play with. So they're going to come up with an excuse for why they can't buy from you. You sell to people who have money, that problem will immediately go away overnight. So many of you are having problems with selling because you're operating by an inaccurate formula and you are selling to people who don't have money. This is the number one rule of sales. Do not sell to people who are broke. They don't have money. They do not have anything to play with. They can't buy from you because they don't have anything. Sell to people who have the money. And that problem is completely eliminated. A lot of your problems would be eliminated if you would just do this. But one of the main things for a lot of you, this is not really a technical or a, a tactical or strategic thing. It's a mindset thing. Many of you look at yourselves as a person who doesn't have money. Like the gentleman I talked about a couple of days ago when I said your childhood issues are no longer an excuse. You still see yourself as that childhood person who was broke. So then when it's time for you to sell, you see yourself as a broke person. So you feel uncomfortable approaching people who aren't broke. And this is why you can't sell anything. I can be a therapist too, school teacher, therapist. I can do all this stuff one thing at a time. So this is what you need to understand. High quality people want to have things sold to them. They want to flex their muscle. They want to show off their status by showing that they can afford to pay for the best, whatever the best happens to be. So if what you're offering qualifies as the best, if at least if you think it is, it is your duty and obligation to sell things to the people who can pay for it and sell them at a price that you want to sell things at, not the price that you think is fair, because fair prices get you fair customers, aka average people. You want high quality people in your circle and in your business. You need to have high quality offerings. You need to charge high quality prices to attract high quality people and reject the low quality people. All right. If you want design district people, you can't have Walmart prices. I just told you that high quality people are not interested in average price things, at least in certain areas of life. Let me be clear. doesn't mean they're going to just spend money just because they got it. They will spend in the areas in which it matters to them. And every human being actually will overspend in certain areas of life. Every person who's listening to me right now has an area of life, at least one, in which you will spend way more than you need to just because you want to. Why? Because it's human nature. Your job is to identify who are the people who have that kind of irrationality about the thing that you sell, and then you need to sell it to them. And they have the actual, the means to buy it. So if you wish to ignore everything that I told you here yesterday and today, you have this option and continue to sell things at a price you consider to be quote unquote fair, fine. You will continue to deal with average people, continue to have the same revenue issues that you have now, 
All right? Don't say nobody warns you. I'm not saying that charging higher prices for your items is immediately going to solve all your business issues. That is not necessarily the case, but it will at least make you eligible to solve the money issue. All right? You might have a bigger business issue than just money, but it will at least solve the money issue if you start actually charging some money for what you're offering. And many of you will solve all your problems by stop selling to people who ain't got no money. Uh, that'll immediately like it's like a damn magic trick. All that being said, let's recap today's class. This is part two of two. How to get over your guilt about selling your stuff. Number two, everything that moves around this earth happens because somebody made a sale. Everything that you own was sold to you. Everything you will own was sold to you. Point number two, we will have conversations about ambition coming up here on the show. But I want you to understand with the 80-20 rule. 80-20 applies to people as well, which means 20% of the people have 80% of the money. And it's actually, you can even go further than that when it comes to that. And the point is, you as a salesperson, you need to start selling to the people who actually have the money. Many of you have a challenge with selling your stuff because you're selling to people who don't have any damn money. And that's why you're not selling anything. If you would just stop doing that, and this is a mistake that you are making over and over again, then you would stop having a problem. One thing that you must do to solve that problem is stop looking at yourself as a broke person so that you can start selling to people who are not broke. You're attracting broke people because you think like a broke person because you still see yourself as broke, maybe from back in the day or when you were young or the way that you grew up. Are, are you broke now? If you're not, stop acting like it. And if you are, act like you're not broke. All right. Just pretend that you're not broke and you'll start attracting people who are not broke. And then maybe you can make some more sales. This is why then you sell VIP tickets in the front row for ten thousand dollars when you could get the same information sitting in the back row for ten dollars. Why don't you pay a thousand times more for the ticket? Because that's a signal. People want to show off the signal. Because human beings are social creatures. We want everybody to know that we can afford to pay more for stuff. This is why airplanes have first class. What's the point of first class? If I'm flying from Miami to Chicago, I'm going to get to Chicago whether I sit in the back of the plane or in the front of the plane. Why well, pay extra to sit in the front of the plane? Because it's a signal. It makes me feel good. And it makes me look good to know that I can afford to pay more. And I like knowing that everybody else knows that I could be one of the 12 people or the 16 people who could afford to sit in the front of the plane. Does that matter? Yes, it does. And whether you agree with it or not, this is the way that it works. This is an accurate formula, folks. I'm not asking you to agree. I'm asking you to use it to your advantage. This is business. This is not about your personal feelings. And number three, here's what you need to understand. High quality people want to have things sold to them. They want to flex their muscle and the fact that they can buy things. They want to show off their status that they can afford to pay for the best in a specific area. Every human in, on this planet has certain areas in which they will spend more than they need to spend simply because they can and because they want to. And that is fine as long as they can afford it. So stop trying to charge fair prices because fair prices get you fair customers, which means average people. If you want high quality people in your world, you need to have high quality offerings. You need to charge high quality prices. And you need to look in the mirror and you need to see a high quality individual. People will not buy from you if they cannot relate to you. This is one of the reasons why I do episodes on this show where I talk about things that are not necessarily the topics that you might expect simply because it lets everybody know where I stand and what type of person I am, what my values are. And those values help me when it's time to go into the logical stuff. It helps me get the logical stuff into the hands of the people who need it because those people understand, OK, this dude is on the same wavelength that I'm on. That matters a whole lot. This is all part of building your brand. And some of you are holding yourselves back from this and it's exactly the very thing that's holding you back in business. And as long as you have that problem, you will keep having that problem. All that being said, I can help you with all this. Let me tell you two ways. First of all, text me, get my daily motivation by texting me at 305-384-6894. Every single day, you'll be getting my daily motivation. And secondly, Join my Bulletproof Mastermind so we can first work on your mindset because many of your biggest challenges is not your strategy, is not your fucking funnels, is not your sales pages, is not what kind of course you're making, is not how many pages are your damn book, is none of that bullshit that many of you think is the problem. The biggest problem many of you have is your mentality. 
Your mindset is holding you back more than anything else that is happening in the marketplace. And we can fix that, but you got to be willing to do the work. Join me in the Bulletproof Mastermind so we can work on your mindset first. Then we can start focusing on your strategies, then making sure you're being held accountable and your processes are accountable, and then that you're executing. All that's happening by going to work on your game university.com work on your game university.com work on your game dre all day i have a text message line now where every single day from my number i am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day if you want to receive my daily motivation text to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894 again 305-384-6894 get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge 305-384-6894